Welcome to Tea with Trosper. It's your host, Claire Kimsey, serving you the tea and insider details on all things Nevada. Welcome back to Tea with Trosper. On this episode, I am joined by Byron Brooks to talk about how each of us can honor the veterans in our community this Veterans Day. Thanks for joining me, Byron. Listen, I, I appreciate that you would invite me here, and I'm happy to be here. All right, now you yourself are a veteran and are heavily involved with the veteran organizations here in Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. Can you give us an introduction on your background and all the efforts of, that you're involved with? Sure. So I came back from uh, working uh, in the Middle East. I was essentially somebody who was uh, contracted by the, the State Department and the Department of Defense to work in various positions. And uh, the first main project that I got involved with when I returned uh, stateside was with the Veterans Treatment Court in Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, judge Mark Stevens is, is to this day the presiding judge. And I, I, I think it's probably eight or nine years that I've been involved with that program. It is by far a passion project for me. It's one of the best second chance programs, I think, that exists from a judicial standpoint once somebody has been arrested. And it's probably one of the the most um, significant um, means of getting somebody the therapy and um, treatment that they need so that they can build themselves back up and uh, get back into the community and do great things. Um, So that was kind of like the first main uh, interest that I had. And from that, I felt like I just wanted to be able to do a little bit more. Um, One of the things I created was the Nevada Veterans Alliance, Mm -hmm. which actually helps support the the Veterans Treatment Court in a a couple of different ways. And from there, it kind of dominoed into other efforts inside the veteran community. I currently sit on a couple of boards um, to support the the 22 Warrior Foundation and some of the um, organizations that they have underneath their umbrella, uh, just in terms of, you know, advising and, and providing input for best practice measures um, for the organizations to be able to get be out in the community and help other veterans who, who may be in need or in crisis. Yeah, that's all amazing. And you're kind of known as someone that anybody can contact, that you know a little bit of everybody. And if you have an issue, you're going to know exactly who to connect you to. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I have become over time a resource for others in the community. And I'm I'm truly happy to take that role on. So if, if maybe I can't help solve uh, an issue or a problem, um, at least I, I believe I may know somebody who can. Yeah. And I'll create that bridge and uh, do whatever needs to be done to support whatever effort needs to be made to, to lift somebody up and get them back on track. Yeah, that's great. Before we talk more about Veterans Day, I'd like to give our listeners a little bit more insight into your time in the military. It, so I spent uh, four years in the Army. Um um, I served with uh, uh, 1st to 75th Ranger Battalion for a short period of time. I served with a 24th ID for a short period of time. Um, I was deployed with the 24th ID. Um, I came out of the military and then uh, went to school. And from there, essentially got, got recruited to work on government projects, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And I did that for quite some time. That's great. And then what were some of the reasons that you joined the military? Um, for me, when, when I joined, I think I was a, a bit of a, of, of a lost, you know, uh, guy just in terms of what did I want to do with myself? Yeah. Um, I, I left my home, uh, uh, early to, to, to go to school. Um, and 
Uh, I think just over a period of, of time and experiences that I had, I wasn't really sure what direction I wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And so I thought uh, possibly the military might be a, a good way to start. And um, that was the direction that I chose after, you know, look, my, my father's uh, a Vietnam veteran. Um, my grandfathers were veterans. My uncles were veterans. It's It just seems in our family, uh, if you're in our family, then there's a, a high likelihood yeah. that you were, you served in the military. Um, somewhere. And so my brother and I are both um, veterans. And, uh, you know, my brother was in the in the Marine Corps, and I, I don't hold that against him at all. Um, I just chose a different route. Um, but I think our, our family traditionally has a long line of, of, of service to, to, to our nation and then uh, to the community. Did you choose your branch because of your relatives? That's a, a great question. So initially, I, I was geared to up to go into the Navy, I had taken the tests and um, uh, sort of like at the last minute, because I, I, I just, I'm not a, a, a C guy. Um, and so I thought <laughs> yeah. like, really, if there was something that was going to happen, I'd like to be on land. Mm-hmm. And, um, my father's best friend from Vietnam, uh, happened to serve in the army with a ranger battalion back in the day when those, those guys were really, really the tough guys, um, and so he kind of led me in that direction of, of getting into the Army and going that route. So kind of, sort of, you were like, family yeah. help influence a little. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was some family, family influence, influence in that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Did your perceptions of the military change after serving? Uh, so my, I don't believe my perceptions of the military changed as much as what I recognized after serving. There are large gaps that need to be filled, particularly with transitioning. And uh, even to this day, I think that the military has probably gotten better than when when I got out of the military. But transitioning is still a very difficult process for most, depending on what they did in the military. And so a lot of the conversations I have with 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 younger guys who are looking at the military as an as an avenue for career or just to get Mm -hmm. started in something. uh, Really, the first suggestion I have is take a look at what you can do once you're out in terms of transitioning into the civilian sector and being able to get that done. Because the uh, ground pounders and, and door kickers and knuckle draggers, you know, there's there's only so many um, um, jobs that we yeah. can actually slip right into in the civilian sector. And so the idea then is to be able to utilize uh, the military, both to be able to serve, but also to be able to get educated in the area that that they can kind of grow into maybe after military service. What is the transition process like after? So I can only tell you what it was like for me, right? Because I don't know what what all the nuances of transitioning in terms of the administrative paperwork and what that looks like. I really do believe it's gotten better, but it's almost like, hey, thanks a lot for for being here, man. Uh, Take off. You know, that's that's the transition is one day you're you're in the military and the next day you are not. And there's not a lot of preparedness, you know, for what you encounter coming out of that. And I experienced that definitely when I came out of the army. But I I have to say, I also experienced that difficult transition when I when I came out of doing government work. It was really the same thing because my experiences with government work were still paramilitary, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. experiences and um I still, even though I had gone through the, a transition once out of the army, I was not prepared um, because of the similarities, right, of leaving overseas work and, and, and coming home stateside. It that that was a tough transition, uh, probably just as tough as it was when I was in the in, in the army and and got out. Yeah. 
And, and it really has to do with, so my hypothesis is that the reason that we don't have a lot of folks who are overseas experience a lot of PTSD, depression, some of the other issues that, 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 that folks uh, tend to have once they're separated is because we're all working in teams. We have our support units. It's the guy right next to you. It's, it's, it's the people who are doing the same job that you are that are kicking you in the butt and telling you to get up. We got stuff to do. Right. Um, but when you transition, you don't, you don't have that. You don't have that core group of guys that, you know, you, you've just built bonds with based on the experiences that you have shared that, that kind of bring a different level of, um, camaraderie. Yeah, that built-in support group. Um, yeah, it is a built-in support group. It it truly is. Um, and so I think there's 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 deficiencies in what it looks like when you transition mm-hmm. and you're you're on your own essentially. Even though you have support of family, I can tell you it's just not the same yeah. because there's there's that loss of sitting at the table with somebody who has the related experiences that you have to be able to have that 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 bond, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, having said that, what I can tell you is absolutely the the unsung heroes of anybody who's in the military are the spouses, <laughs> you know, the, the the family members, the the, the kids who are showing support um, to their to their parent or parents who are in the military, and I don't think there's there's often enough great things said about that family structure because that that is a a, a big part of support element, not the same as the people that you're actually doing these jobs with overseas, but. It's a huge part of, um, of, of the transition process, um, but there's a lack of relatability, I think, in, 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 in shared experiences. And so that, that just leads to different things that come up for, for folks, particularly, look, if you've been in the military for quite some time, you're coming from a place where, you know, maybe you've got some housing on base. Um, you know, you certainly have an income coming in. And when that gets cut... Now you've got real world bills to pay. Yeah. You've got rent or a mortgage. You know, what are you going to do to support the family? Those things start, start weighing on folks. And that's where, um, unfortunately, I think because of those type of stresses where there's some, some self-induced, um, you know, processy of dealing with it. And, and sometimes that's, that's alcohol. Sometimes it's drugs. And, and, and that's like this vicious cycle of why we have a veterans treatment court to begin with. Right. Because we have folks that are, are, are not transitioning successfully that fall into that category. And then they do need peer support to kind of push them through. Push it through. Yeah. Would you say the difficult transitions got you so involved in the community here with assisting veterans? Yes, because the experiences that I had, mm-hmm. I don't want others to have. I just don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and listen, there are plenty of people that that have um, a, a higher degree of negative experiences than maybe what I have had. Right. But, but to me, it's just, there has to be a way to pave the road smoother for guys who are coming behind me. And that's a big part of, it's like a passion project, right? It just is. So yes, I'm, I'm, I'm involved because I want things to be better for others. That's for sure. That's great. And that's very admirable. It's always, if you've been through something and to get up and be like, it was rough, but I want to make it so other people don't, Right. That's like one step further you can do for everybody in your community. And so, and I appreciate that you're saying that. I also feel like it's a, a sense of responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Look, I've got 10 fingers, 10 toes. I, I, I luckily was not injured in any of the experiences that I had overseas. Uh, nothing, no great physical ailments from the time that I was in the military or time that yeah. I worked overseas. Um, I, there are guys not as fortunate as me. And so I, I, I have to be able to give back. And I, I, I do think it's my responsibility to, to help them along the way if, if I'm given the opportunity to help. So, look, a lot of the um, 
A lot of services might be something as simple as support groups, right, that mm-hmm. veterans can be involved with, particularly um, veterans and their family members can be involved with. Um, there's some great organizations. There's some, you know, like the we have in Henderson that um, that that veteran center in yeah. Henderson is a fantastic resource and spot for folks that might need a little bit of a push, you know, a helping hand, some some counseling, some therapy. Um, there are organizations that help with finances for veterans. Um, if you're late on a, on a bill, there's organizations that can help, you know, uh, take care of a bill for you. Um, there seems to be, and it's one of the fantastic things about our community, mm-hmm. is that there really seems to be almost almost something for for. For any veteran that truly needs a helping hand, there is almost an organ. It almost seems to me like there's an organization for that, right? Yeah, something. I mean, there's not one organization that's like the one-stop Umbrella, shop. Yeah, yeah, but it just seems like it's the community, particularly in Henderson, wraps itself around you know servicing veterans, particularly if if if, if veterans need a helping hand. Um, I think it's it's fantastic, and there's. Look, there's there's some fantastic organizations. Um, the Nevada Veterans Association, run by Donna Lee, who uh, I'm biased uh, about because she's a personal friend, and I think she is just fantastic in terms of the things that she does. Um, uh, is is heavily involved, you know, as an association in supporting veterans, and it's everything from getting somebody some furniture to food to uh, clothing. I mean, it's it's counseling. There's there's just a, a lot, and so. One of the great things about the veterans themselves in our community is that um, we have been able to organize and put organizations together to to, to almost like self-sustain yeah. some of the needs that we have um, so that we're not looking outwards, right? We're looking in. And, and I have to say there are fantastic veterans in our community who are part of, of these these organizations that are just as passionate as I am mm-hmm. to be able to give somebody a helping hand and, and a leg up. And that process that we have here in this community is the reason why things work um, uh, to the benefit of, of serving veterans. I will say like firsthand as someone who lives in Henderson, we have a very amazing community and even any issue you have, everybody, your neighbors, everybody's here to support. And it's amazing. There's such a great veteran aid community here as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it just is. Yeah. Now, for our listeners who would like to get more involved with supporting our local veterans, what are some of the various ways we can help out today? You know, I, that is a fantastic question. I, I tell you, the first thing that came to mind, right, was um, Michelle Romero, uh, mm-hmm. Councilwoman Romero, who is um, running for mayor. I'm, I'm happy to, to, to say that I'm part of a coalition that she has put together to provide resources for veterans. It's almost like I wanted to say, well, just wait for this website to come out that we're developing, right? Because we are putting some great things together. Um, I think reaching out to what I'm going to say, credible and legitimate organizations like the Nevada Veterans Association run by um, Donna Lee is, is a great way to find out what's, what's happening in terms of, you know, determining um, where there might be need in the community and, and, and a way to help. Um, that's one way there's, I, I gotta tell you, look, MVP is another great organization, mm-hmm. merging vets and players, right? I mean, we're, it's, it's an organization that helps get veterans physically, um, and emotionally in a better place for themselves. Uh, 
Peter Goudry and his wife Kelly run Forgotten Not Gone. Um, they're out in North Las Vegas. That is a fantastic organization that, again, helps veterans. Their, their slogan is get out the damn house. Right. I mean, these guys have been working for a long time to do that because we've got to get people out. We've got to get them engaged in, in, in walking, exercise, something. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of help. And and they do a fantastic job of doing that. So those those are like three. I, I think if we were going to do a tier. Right. Those are my top three off the top of my head. Um, look, 22 Warrior Foundation. There's there's four or five organizations underneath that umbrella. Um, there's the, the Veterans Hockey League. Right. There's. So there really are a lot of, of, of organizations, and I would say reaching out to those, I'm going to say legitimate, incredible organizations, right, just to even inquire, hey, what do you guys have going on? Can I be a part of it? That would be a good start for right. sure. So there's multiple ways for our listeners to get involved and help out, especially with Veterans Day, you know, today when this episode comes out. Yeah. And is there a way that we could honor our veterans, not just on Veterans Day, but all year round? Well, it's, 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 that's a great question. It's very nice to, um, to, to have that type of consideration for our veterans, particularly in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if, if we are able to continue the things that we're doing, particularly in this community, right? The drive to be able to support veterans and veteran efforts, um, is we're on the right course. Yeah. You know, um, I can tell you that honest, most, most veterans, I think when they get approached by somebody and, and they get the, you know, thank you for your service. It's, it's almost like we don't know what to say back, you know, other than, Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Um, that goes a long way, even something as small as that. Right. So any type of pay it forward mentality, um, you know, in, in supporting a veteran or recognizing somebody who's in uniform and, and just saying, thanks, you know, um, I, I think those are some really small ways of showing appreciation, but they, they, they carry, for that particular service member or veteran, you know, a, a great deal. Um, so I would say this, the continuation of what I've already seen in this community in terms of how the community treats its veterans. Yeah. So continue showing our appreciation and it's veterans day. So fantastic. Day. This day is, this, yeah, this is, so some, this is, here's what I like to veterans day is our happy day, right? This yeah. is a day where we show our appreciation for our veterans. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes our current service members, the spouses, and, and we like to get together. Um, lots of different veteran groups are going to get together, do barbecuing and kind of hang out, you know, trade war stories, whatever. Um, this is not to be confused with, Memorial Day, where that is a day of remembrance. And that's a little bit more solemn of a, of a, mm-hmm. of a, of a day, right? But Veterans Day, this is a happy definitely. day. Uh, we definitely want to say, you know, thank you to our, our veterans and service members. And, and even a simple, you know, thanks a lot. Appreciate what you do is goes a long way. Do you have any plans? I do. So I've got a very good buddy of mine that I actually was in combat with. He happens to live locally here. And we, we set our, our, our plans every year. There are certain days that we get together and mm-hmm. Veterans Day happens to be one of them. Nice. So we'll get our families together and we'll hang out. We'll probably do exactly what I just said, a little barbecue, <laughs> a little barbecue. you know, and just just relax, uh, toss uh, back a few lemonades and, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> talk about where we were a, a long time ago. You know, yeah, that's great. Thank you so much, yeah. Byron, for talking to me today and helping us at Tewa Trosper commemorate our veterans. And thank you for your service. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate being here. Thanks yes, a lot for the time. Great. 
Um, don't forget to rate and review us on your preferred streaming service. Subscribe and follow us at Trosper PR on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Trosper Public Relations. I'll also tag all the amazing organizations Byron shared with us in our bio. So if you want to get in contact with someone to help out this Veterans Day, that'll be the easiest way. This is Claire and thanks for spilling the tea with me. Catch you next time.